You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy, bossed-up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janae, so grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome, 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 and welcome back to the Bougie Boss Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janae, Kingdom Boss Serial Entrepreneur and your favorite Christian lifestyle coach, bringing you another episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast. Hello, my babes. And for those babes that are listening for the first time, welcome. Sending out big podcast hugs for you today. Make sure that you rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast and share it out to your family and friends and for those that may need it. And for my babes that have been rocking with me since day one, welcome back. And I know some of you probably have not yet subscribed because you get it each and every Monday if you are on the email list. But babes, make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and go ahead and share it out as well. Welcome to another week. Welcome to Monday. If you are listening on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I hope that you have had a great week or you are getting a great start to the week. And I just pray that uh, you are blessed by this podcast today and that you get and gain value from the podcast today. Before we jump right on in, I just want to remind you to go ahead and register for Relationship Goals 101, the Blueprint Conference and Retreat. You do not want to miss this retreat. If you are a single woman, you know, most of you that listen into the podcast are a single woman, or even if you are in a relationship or you're courting, or even if you are married, make sure that you register for this conference. This is for you and your husband. This is for you, you know, your single girlfriends, you know, you and, and your mate to come on out to this conference and get good information that you will need to build proper relationships, to work together with your mate, to prepare for your future husband, or even revamp your relationship within your marriage. So make sure that you go ahead and click the link within the show notes and register. Uh, Right now, it's in pre-early bird, so you can go ahead and get it at a low discounted price or even start your payment plan. So there is a payment plan for the conference as well. And also, if you have not yet picked up your 90-day blueprint prayer journal for future wives and wives, make sure that you jump on over to Amazon or also Barnes and Noble to pick up your copy. I have been getting such great feedback on this journal. Women who are married, women who are not married and desire to be married have picked up this journal and it has changed their lives. It even push them to go ahead and even get more into the word of God and just pick up their Bibles each and every day to even study the word even more. So I know that this journal is anointed. It all was downloaded from God. This was not of me, but all of him. So make sure that you go ahead and pick up your prayer journal and get it for, you know, a friend, get it as a gift for a friend, or even just start a group of ladies to go through the journal Um, that, you know, I know some people are starting to do that now for their Bible studies and things of that sort and just getting it for, you know, a group of their closest friends to just go through and study the Bible and just, you know, 
uh, just grow as women together. So enough of the church announcements. I want to get right on into part three of Prepare to be Found. I have another one of my mentees on uh, today to talk to you just about her journey and relationships and her relationships with men and her relationship with God and how she has evolved, you know, from that point up into now. So she is going to come on. She's going to tell you a little bit about herself, tell you about her journey and, you know, up into the point that she is right now. Alicia? Yes. Hey, Marissa. Thank you for having me. I am so excited that you are here today. I am just so happy that you were able to join the podcast today. So if you could just tell my babes out there just some things about yourself. Um, yes, I am Alicia Williams. I am 20 years old, a senior in college, majoring in public health. I am the youngest of four with three older brothers. Um, I live with my mom when I'm not here at school. And for fun, I've started teaching myself how to sew. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. I need to know how to sew. Speaking of sewing, and this is off a topic because I am getting ready for my mentors conference and I have gowns upon gowns upon gowns. I, I was not going to go and purchase a gown. I, I went into my closet. I found the first gown that was actually made for me back in 2012. And I was able to get into this gown I was so excited because I was a little smaller back then but I was able to get into this gown and then I had to get it taken in but today I found another gown from my <laughs> college um senior trip and I was able to get into this gown and my senior trip was like back in early 2000s okay so I was able to get into this gown so I am pumped but um it had to be you know taken in in areas and I don't know how to sew so my husband we we were we are just gonna have to take things to like the dry cleaner or we gonna have to bring them to you Alicia so you could go ahead and <laughs> do our alterations because <laughs> your girl does not know how to sew but anyway <laughs> that's a good <laughs> habit to take up so if you could just you know just start us off and just take us through a timeline of you know just when you started dating and I just love that you know you are of eight you know the age that you are at you know because there are young women that probably listen to this podcast and they're like you know I want to get married but people probably are, are, are telling them like you are just too young you shouldn't even be thinking about marriage but when God calls you to marriage there's there it's not there's no taking it out of your mind okay so this is the time if you had the desire to be married and you are at a young age start to prepare now it may not come within your younger age if God does not will it to be so but you'll be prepared you know and you can continue to prepare until your husband come so um, I just love that you know you are at this young age and you are looking forward and doing the work to prepare for your husband I know when I came out of the womb I was already prepared to be married everything was planned I had a whole book you know of everything planned wedding dresses and everything but it has changed over the years but I already knew that I was called to marriage. So if you could just take us through a timeline of, you know, when you started dating, your relationships with men, how you felt about yourself and so on. Yes. Um, I started dating or I started becoming interested in men when I was about 16, 17 years old after graduating high school. And um, at that moment, I was looking for a companion, you know, a best friend, so to speak, 
somebody who was always there with me, somebody I can always spend time with, you know, um, just enjoy like activities like picnics. You know, I'm a bit of a cornball, so I love picnics. I love walks on the beach. I love reading together. I just love spending time with that person, you know, not necessarily having the, having the need to spend money. And that's what I was looking for. You know, I was looking for somebody like that. But um, I never found it. Um, I've never had a boyfriend, but I've had situationships that led to, you know, sexual encounters and things of that nature. It was never a, you know, somebody has ever asked me to be their girlfriend. So I've never had a boyfriend ever, but I always knew that I wanted a godly man. I always knew that I wanted a godly marriage. Um, but of course, I didn't really know God for myself. You know, I did grow up in church, but I never really had that relationship that I have now that I'm building with God now. Just tell us how important it is to have that relationship with God. Yes, um, my relationship with God is has been utterly blissful. It has been peaceful. It's been nothing but joyful. Um, my journey with God has been, it's had its ups and downs. It's had its moments of being in valleys, it's had its moments of being in mountains, but it's one that I am so glad and that I have and I do not regret going, I do not regret committing my life to him. Um, I did start searching for God one day in my dorm room in um, November when I was just tired. I was tired of doing things on my own. I was tired of hurting even when I was, you know, with men. I was tired of feeling like I couldn't, I couldn't get what I wanted. I was, I was the only one of my friends with no relationship. Everybody had had either had been in a relationship for multiple years or was on their third relationship since our friendship. And I was just like, well, Lord, when is it my time? You know, I was always that person that people came to for relationship advice, but I'm dishing out all this advice. But meanwhile, I can't find a husband. I can't find a boyfriend. Um, well, first of all, I realized even after um, my journey started with God, I'm not supposed to find him. He's supposed to find me. Um, and even as I go further in my journey with knowing God and loving him and building this relationship with him, I realized my, it, my idea of a relationship was even misconstrued because we were designed as women to be helpful to him. But when I was searching on my own before I knew God, I wanted him to help me because I I knew what I was capable of. I knew my strength, but it was all about me. It was not an us thing, but more so a me thing. And that was, and then that even led to, even as I delved, went deep into my relationship with God, it led to me having a lack of self-love for myself. I didn't know, I couldn't answer the basic questions of, what are your hobbies? You know, what do you like to do for fun when you're by yourself? You know, um, do you take yourself out on dates and things of that nature? I didn't start doing those things until this year. Like one of the things that I enjoy doing, I enjoy getting my nails done. If you had asked me that back in November, December, I would have told you I didn't know. So a relationship with God has been the most important thing to me. And it's one of the things that I tr hold true near and dear to my heart because without him I wouldn't know who I am today I wouldn't be where I am today I wouldn't be able to stand here and tell you I look in the mirror every morning and I say girl you got this you and God got this you aren't by yourself you know you are strong 
with God. You are strong even when you are weak. You know, you can go confident in your dreams because these are dreams that God gave you. He took his time when he formed you. You know, he loves you even when you mess up, even when you make the mistakes. You are strong. You know, you are loved. Even if nobody in this world, even if nobody in this world loves you, God loves you. Your creator loves you. So my relationship with God is very important. And I, I really encourage any and everybody to seek out your creator, to develop your relationship because it's your relationship. It's what you make it. Absolutely. So even, you know, from a personal standpoint, yes, our relationship with God is paramount. It is number one above all. So talk about how important it is to have this relationship while preparing for a husband. It is also, the relationship with God is important because it sets the foundation. He tells you your purpose as a wife. He lets you know what your position is as a wife. And as I've been reading and even through this mentorship and as I've been learning, I realized when I was growing up, I had the idea that men were the head and women were, women would stand behind them. Um, There was always this thing behind a strong woman, behind a strong man is a strong woman. Well, as I was reading and I've been learning lately, I realized we're not behind man, we're next to him. You know, we are mirrors of each other. And even with being a mirror of each other, that goes back to looking deep within yourself to understand do I like the qualities within who I am? And do I want that to transcend in my marriage? Do I want that to transcend in my household? Do I want that to transcend even to my children? You know, because not all habits are good habits to have. Um, and that was one of the things that I've, I've been learning and I've been talking to God with more so than anything. Like um, one thing that I struggled with um, growing up that I had to learn how to deal with and take to God was I looked for love through people instead of love through myself. You know, I didn't know how to say if, for instance, I I lost a friend or a friend was like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I would take that to heart and I would say, well, what did I do to you? You know, why don't you want to be my friend anymore? You know, what was, what was the cause of this situation? And I would take, I would take it to heart. But the thing about it was, it wasn't necessarily, it was me. It was them that couldn't handle my capacity. You know, and I would always take the blame for their problems because I was always the one to want to be the fixer, but I couldn't fix my own problems. You know, there was another saying that I learned growing up was you need to learn how to take your own advice. I could dish it out, but I couldn't take it. I couldn't handle it. So when I came to Marissa, Marissa was the first one or was really the first person to honestly and to truly tell me and sat me down to let me know that. Alicia, you need to learn how to love you. You know, my parents couldn't tell me, um, my friends couldn't tell me, you know, no one around, no one else around me could really sit down and tell me, Alicia, you need to learn how to love you. You're holding on to hurt from people who don't know you're hurting and it makes you hurt more, you know? And it's like, that's why I really love Marissa. And that's why I tell anybody to prepare and especially get closer to God because she has a greater relationship that with God that I aspire to have, you know, but it doesn't discount where I am now, but it's with her knowledge and with, with everything that she studied, even with this program, that it helped me to learn how to go to God to love me. Absolutely. And I'm really grateful for that. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, within this program, we did, um, and again, I don't want to just make the whole podcast about the program, you know, but within this program, um, you know, we had a a guest coach come in and talk about self-love. And I know, you know, you were very vocal, you know, during, you know, this session with this coach. Could you just, you know, elaborate on what you picked up during that time? Um, Yes, during that time, um, she shared her story where she was in her marriage and she had to learn how to love herself. And I realized um, it took her some time, but she was a lucky one to have a man who was, you know, um, open and honest and strong enough to handle her, you know, when she was weak in her time of weakness. For me, I knew I did not want to go into a marriage hurting another human, hurting somebody else, you know, stifling their potential, because ultimately, my desire in the world that my heart is just really overflow with is being helpful. I never wanted to be I never want to be a hindrance to my husband or to anybody that I come in contact with. Um, And through that session, it had it, it really helped me understand, like, there is time. And being that I'm so young, there's no reason to rush. You know, I need to be on God's time because God can ultimately reveal to me my strengths, my weaknesses, and help me in those areas reform and transform them into the image of not only him that brings forth edification to the kingdom of God, but also to myself, to my life, to my marriage, and to my future. You know, what my household will look like. Um because I realize we do not struggle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. And a lot of things that I was dealing with were mental as well as spiritual. You know, I wasn't feeding my spirit man, even though I didn't know him, I wasn't feeding him the right things. Even though um, I was, I was blocking my judgment when it came to telling myself I was beautiful and a lot of times even through that session I learned I have to speak those things as not as those that as though they were my own for instance I struggled a lot with telling myself Alicia you are smart Alicia you can do this Alicia keep going you are strong God does not put more on, on you than you can bear you know there's a lot of things out here that a lot of people aren't doing you are unique and even if they are doing it it's not it's not like you you know, you have your own spin on things. You are different, you know. And sometimes I would take being different as a bad thing because it always meant I had to be by myself. Um, and through that session, I realized I had to learn how to be by myself. I couldn't be afraid of being by myself because then when I get into that time where I, it is time to share space with someone, how can I expect them to enjoy me as a person when I haven't, when I haven't, done my due diligence and did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It was a very good session, you know, opened my eyes to a couple of things as well. I want to go back to just, you know, the marriage part and just, you know, having relationship with men. Um, Now, I know, you know, when we had our talks, we talked about how you felt about marriage, you know, in the very beginning. Um, So could you just elaborate on how you felt about marriage? Like what was marriage to you? And now, you know, just getting into this second portion of um, the program and just learning up until this point, you know, about marriage and how you should view marriage and just relationship period, or even just, you know, viewing your future husband who you have not yet met. 
how has that evolved? Like, tell us how, you know, you viewed marriage before and now how you view marriage now. Before I viewed marriage as the societal way, basically women were to stay home, cook and clean, and men were to bring home the bacon so the women could cook it. But um, honestly, I've never really had an example, a positive example of what marriage was. Um, my parents were divorced by the time I was four, maybe five years old. Um, my grandparents, they were together a week after they met, but um, after they both, and they were together up until they died. But even in that, my grandmother, she would have a lot of late nights, early mornings, nights where she wouldn't go to sleep because she was cooking and cleaning. Um, and whenever she would go to work, she'd go to work so tired and burnt out it was like she never really, I wouldn't say enjoyed life, but she made life the best that she could. Um, but for me, so my idea for marriage was really basically men are the head and women are up under them. Um, but even now that has transformed completely because I have to know who I am before I allow somebody else to come into my life to tell me who I am. Um, I cannot look for a man to edify and glorify me if I don't do it myself. Me, I know that I am headstrong. I know I am determined. I know I can be stubborn, but it's with good reason. And sometimes, you know, that's not always a good thing, but God is still working on me with that. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I am learning how to be, I'm learning how to compromise especially because I'm so used to being by myself. I need to learn how to open up to be more open to other opinions. I'm not closed-minded by a long shot, but I do see different areas where I can be, and I do need to be better at that. And with, um, and with everything that I've learned so far, even um, in the program, even through like, just studying and following God and his way of thinking, I realize it's okay for a woman to be strong, but it's okay for a woman to need help as well. And that was one of the biggest things that I struggled with. I was never one to say I needed help. And in a marriage, it is a partnership. You know, that's why God wants you both to be whole when you come together. So on those days where I'm maybe, I may be 75, his hundred still makes up for us both being whole. Or on days where he's 25 and I may be 85, my 85 and his 25 still makes up a whole hundred. And it's like, even now with my idea of marriage, it's, it's a beautiful, blissful thing. But I was also romanticizing marriage. You know, I never looked at it as a whole. Like you do have times where you may disagree, but it's not, it's not the fact that you disagree is how you handle the disagreement. You know, me, I grew up seeing my parents argue. I grew up seeing other people argue and disagreeing. But then it, it transcended to how it affected me as a child and how it affected other, other people's childhood. And I knew one thing that I wanted to have in my household. I wanted my household to be about love. I wanted my household to be um, accepting. I didn't want my household to be filled with judgment. I know... Um, and with that, I had to work on that for me as my, for me, in order for it to transcend into my household, into my marriage, into my children's lives as well. Um, so for me, honestly, in a nutshell, marriage now is a partnership. Marriage is one that is compromising. Marriage is 
it is a job. It is a day-to-day job, but it's one that can be blissful. It's one that can have its challenges, and it's one that can um, allow you to elevate and edify each other. You know, one that you can one that can be built based on God and His principles that allows you both to build within the kingdom and, you know, be kingdom bosses. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, um, not saying that you shouldn't love your spouse, you know, or love the person that, you know, you're enter in, entering into marriage with, but, you know, some, you know, look at marriage as just a love alone. Could you just speak to that? Is it just love alone? It is not just love alone. It, it really is not. Um, one of the things that I've been reading lately is for a kingdom woman or for a kingdom marriage, it needs to be give and take. It's also, like I said, say for instance, me and my husband, we have a business together. At the end of the day, we work together. We wake up together. We go to bed together. We spend so much time together that it will be points where, you know, it's like, we have to separate, we have to compartmentalize different types of conversation. And so for me, um, it's not just about the love, it's about how we work together. You know, it's about how we coexist together. Um, I need to be able to read him and pray and go down on, go into prayer for him, you know, pray for his day, pray for his mind. You know, I'm also an intercessor for my husband as well as my household, as well as my children. Um, because he is my covering and if my covering is taking hits for me then i need to stand strong for him i need to be able to lift him up in the spirit i need to be able to speak to his spirit to say you know you got this you can keep going you know you're strong enough to handle it because god does not put more on us than we can bear you know you are a man of god you know you are strength when you are weak you are strengthened when you are weakened you know i not only need to speak to myself but i need to speak to him and his character i need to let him know like hey you know you are a good man hey you know you are a good father you are a good provider you know you do love hard you know you do all that you can even when you can't even when his job will not allow him to be in the places that he wants to be when it comes to his family you are an excellent family man you know i need to be able to continue to lift him up even when he is weak. So it's not always about love. It's about building his character to help him go forth in not only his relationship with God, but him him as a man alone as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And just talking about coexisting and also, you know, just being responsible and being a responsible woman, you know, within God's kingdom, um, you have a, an accountability partner within this program. Um, and the way I paired you guys up was not by chance. There was a method to the madness in which, you know, you guys were paired up. Talk about, you know, just having account an accountability partner just having someone to go through this journey with you and also your other sisters within the journey so yes my accountability partner and I we hit it off right off the bat um our first conversation she actually told me she was like I I hope I get you I hope I get you as a partner and I was just like girl I was thinking the same thing because I feel like we are a lot of like um and come to find out we are for me and her for her and myself we share a lot of the same struggles but i feel like they're on different levels um and for instance with um us 
we are on two different time zones. She's in Canada and I'm here in the United States. And with that, it means I either have to wake up extra early or she has to go to bed extra late. And so we make it work. You know, we make it work because at the end of the day, we are we are wanting to be accountable for each other. And when Marissa revealed to us the method to her madness, it was like, okay, well, what if I'm on a different time zone with my husband if he has to go to work? I have to sacrifice my, my sleep to be able to talk to my husband, you know, to be able to uplift him and pray for him so he can have a good night's sleep or he can have, you know, a wonderful day or vice versa, you know. Um, and even with that, um, even with being accountability partners, it's about identifying each other's weaknesses and helping to build those up or helping to, you know, make those things better because what happens in our friendship could transcend to even our marriages with, um, with our, with our spouses. And I say that because I noticed when Marissa revealed the method to her madness, I was like, oh my goodness, I have to talk to somebody every day. <laughs> and the thing about it was, I didn't think about that at first. Like I was, I, I was completely one track minded when it came to the idea of marriage. Like I'm really waking up to somebody, going to sleep with somebody, talking to that person all day long. I wasn't doing that with my accountability partner. I actually had to go back and repent to her because I was not doing that. And whenever we would have those moments where we talk, she would tell me about her struggles and I would, and I would feel sad heart and I would feel sad sadness in my heart because I could have interceded for her. You know, she did not, she shouldn't have had to go through that battle alone, you know, because she had a sister and she had sisters to be able to pray for her. But the thing about it was I wasn't responsible enough to open up that window of opportunity for even for it to even be done. And now we are getting better. We are still working at it. It's an everyday thing and we don't always get it right. But it's the fact that she knows at the end of the day, no matter what time of day it is, um, because I do wake up at 4 4 a.m. every morning, no matter what time of day it is, I will be there for her, you know, and and vice versa for and vice versa for me as well. So an accountability partner has been the most rewarding thing in this journey um, with you know, the Future Wives Club, because even when I struggle, my sisters are interceding for me. Even when they struggle, we're interceding for her or them or together. You know, we build each other up even when we are weak and we keep, we push each other to the, we push, we push each other's limits because we know we can be better. We know we can do better because we're all going after the same goal and that's being wise. Exactly. And what you said about, you know, you you may not get it right, but you continue to work at it, you know, within a marriage is going to continue to be a work. You're bringing, you know, two lives that, you know, we're doing two different things, you know, in, in their walk, you know, on this earth with their walk with God and bringing these two lives together to become a one, you know, within each other. So there's going to be some times that you bump heads. There are going to be some times where, you know, times are off and scheduling are off, but it's what you do 
within that time to recover. So just like you said, you have to keep working on it. You may not get it right all the time, but you keep working on it. You just don't throw it to the side, you know, within marriage. You just don't throw that marriage out the door. Don't throw the whole marriage out the door because there are some things that you come up against. You know, this is the time to really, you know, hone in on your communication. And this is why preparation is important because, you know, if you if you prepare yourself when when storms come, that foundation is there to keep you, you know, up to keep you upright. You may sway a little bit, but it won't knock you down. So you have to keep, you know, pushing and keep going and, you know, don't throw it away, but make sure that you keep, you know, nudging at it until you can get it right. Will it be perfect? No, we're not perfect. You know, there's only one perfect being and that's Jesus Christ. So, you know, we're never going to be perfect, but we can strive to be better. We can strive to be almost perfect, but we'll never be perfect. So, um, I like what you said about that. So, um, you spoke about getting up at 4 a.m. Now, being, you know, preparing to be a wife, you'll definitely have to have your ducks in a row. You have to be, you know, on top of scheduling. You have to be on top of your life because as a woman, as a wife, you are in charge of the household and running that household. So tell us about, you know, just scheduling. How important is that and how, you know, getting up at 4 a.m. has helped you? Yes. So when I was in prayer with God, he told me, I was like, God, there's not enough hours in the day. I need you to help me work out my schedule. And he told me loud and clear, you need to get up at 4 a.m. And I was like, Lord, are you sure that's for me? Um, are you sure this is what I need to do? <laughs> but he was like, clear as day, yes, you need to get up at 4 a.m. And so I operated in my obedience. So I went through and I went back and I prayed and I asked God, okay, help me schedule out my day. Um, so at 4 a.m., from 4 to 5 a.m., I do my own personal prayer. You know, I am in prayer with God. I give him my day. I command my day and I allow his will to be done through me for that day. Um, and at 4.30, at 5.30, I get on a prayer call. So all in all, from 4 up until about 7.30, I'm in prayer and I'm constantly, my mind is constantly on the will of God, the word of God, God's plan for just my day and things of that nature. I'm diving deep. I'm starting my day with God. Um, and then I go about my day when it comes to classes because I still am, and I'm still a college student. Um, and in between those things, um, I have already planned, you know, my breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. So I can constantly remain, you know, energized because my day, my days are pretty busy. They start early and they end pretty late. Um, my day started for and I try to be in bed by 10, 30, 11 o'clock um, because this semester I do have late classes because I'm in my major. Um, but with the scheduling, it has helped me tremendously because not only am I still eating healthy, I've also allotted time for studying. I've allotted time to, you know, work. I've allotted time to constantly pray and start and end my day with God. Um, I journal. I'm a writer, so I love to write and I love to journal and just empty my thoughts before I go to bed. And I have started to work out, you know, um, before my before I start studying, I try to walk for 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. Um, I try to, you know, have a smoothie or make sure I 
increase my water intake. You know, those are a lot of things to do within the day that most people think about. And think about thinking about it can be overwhelming, but after you see it plain and clear, stay on a schedule, it's like, okay, I have a goal to do at three o'clock. I have a goal to do at four o'clock. I have something to do at six o'clock. You're constantly going. So when you lay your head down to go to sleep after you prayed, it's peaceful. And you know you've accomplished everything there is to do on that day. Because um, my problem was I was, like I said, trying to get everything done in a day. And God was explaining to me, he was like, you're burnt out because you are doing everything in a day that you don't have to do. It's okay to spread it out, you know. Um, and even with my scheduling, I never had a set day for my own self. You know, where I'm not doing anything, I'm not thinking, I'm not working, I'm not studying, I'm just enjoying myself. Um, and that was a big thing that God wanted me to do, you know. Um, and Marissa actually helped me with that as well because on I don't have, I've never, like, even in this journey, I'm still learning how to love myself. And in order to do that, I need to spend time with myself. Um, so on those days, I've already planned a picnic for myself. If it's a sunny day outside, I've planned coffee for myself. I, like I said before in the beginning, I love getting my nails done. So I will always get my nails done on this day. Um, you know, just really spend time with myself, getting to know me, what I like. Um, so scheduling has been really important to me um, lately because it helps me get everything done for the week instead of in that day so i can maintain my health mind body and spirit yes absolutely scheduling is you know pretty important and a lot of people kind of take it for granted or the or you know or may take it as though they don't have freedom but having a schedule gives you freedom you know you have time you know you look at your schedule get your goals accomplished and then you know there may be pockets of time in which you can do other things but you're getting goals accomplished which in the end will free up your time because you are getting these things accomplished and having that me day that me day that you just love on yourself and do things that you enjoy, you really need that as a woman and as a wife. So when your husband comes along, I would encourage you um, out there, my babes, and also you, Alicia, to encourage your husband to have a him day, you know, so he can, you know, love on himself, you know, and not have the pressure of the world on himself. And just as a leader within the family, he needs that time to, you know, have his mind, his body, and his spirit just re relax, relax and just love on him and, you know, just remind him of how special he is and how important that he is, you know, and just spending time with himself. So we definitely need those things scheduled within our time, you know, because we will get burnt out. You know, this world can be, you know, very, very taxing. So it, you, we definitely need that time for ourselves and just taking a day or even, you know, taking a half of a day just to devote to yourself. Just don't answer the phone or, you know, do anything that has to do with work and just don't think, just be, just enjoy. I mean, go out in creation, love and enjoy what God has created out here. Just like you said, a picnic go have yourself a picnic sit on your your deck you know drink your favorite you know drink if it's water if it's tea you know just have that time to just relax and clear your mind that is definitely definitely important so lastly I just want to um 
ask you um, two things um, about preparation. Um, so would you recommend that women out here prepare to be a wife? Yes, I recommend it 100% because you may think right now that because you've had relationships or you've had your experiences that you are prepared, that you know what to look for in a marriage. But I th- and I thought the same thing and I was absolutely wrong. Um, so, yes, I definitely recommend it 100%. Be prepared. Get into preparation. Awesome. And my second question is, um, you guys have started, you and the other ladies have started the 90 day blueprint prayer journal for future wives and wives. And actually you're on the second section building her. Um, the journal has three sections, um, building relationship, which is your relationship with God, building her, which is building you up as a woman and wife and building him, which is building up your husband. Even if you have not yet met your husband or if you are in marriage, you know, with their husband or God has revealed your husband, but you have not yet solidified the union. So you ladies are on the second section of this journal. So could you tell us a little bit of, you know, of your experience with the journal? Um, yes, with the second section of the journal, it go it coexists with what I've been with what my journey has been with God since the beginning. And that's really and truly loving myself and knowing my capabilities and knowing my purpose and knowing what I am called to do, what I am called to, you know, perform for the kingdom of God and even in my marriage, because I didn't know. I was completely unaware and um I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know how to get it. And so this journal has really just shown me, you know, my strength, you know, what I am capable of, where I can go when I need to do certain things or how to obtain those things that I didn't want to know how to do. Um, and I, I would recommend it. I recommend it to anybody, honestly and truly, because especially to those women who want to be married, but don't know, I guess, their position in marriage. Um, because you have a position in your marriage. Like I said before, you're not under your husband. You're standing next to him. You guys are equally yoked. You guys are mirror images of each other. So don't be afraid to be a strong woman because when men need that. Even um, even in the spirit, you need to be strong because you need to intercede for your husband when he can't intercede for himself because he is your covering and he does constantly take hits for, hits for you and the family you need to be just as strong as he is to lift him back up so he can keep going to protect and to provide and to be the man that God ordained and called him and created him to be. Um, and so this book just showed me that I do have power. This book showed me that I do have a place, that I do have a relationship, and I do have purpose. Honestly, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on to the podcast today. Thank you for that last bit of advice for my babes out there. Um, I hope that you have found value today, babes. I hope that, you know, the information and the things that Alicia has shared with you today has resonated with you today. Make sure, you know, if you are thinking about this program, if you just feel the move of the Holy Spirit and, and Holy Spirit is just nudging you to be in the next mentorship, which starts on October 27th. Do not ignore it. Go ahead and click the link 
in the show notes and apply. Let's go ahead and get on the phone. Let's talk about the program. Talk about your struggles. Talk about how we can, you know, evolve you as a woman, as a wife. So make sure you go ahead and apply today. And also make sure that you pick up your 90-day blueprint prayer journal for future wives and wives as well. Go ahead and start your preparation now. Start your preparation with this journal. Once again, Alicia, I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on to the podcast today. Um, Thank you for spending time and taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the podcast. I truly, truly appreciate it and I appreciate you. So babes, until the next time, up next is part four coming, um, not next week because I will be traveling, but it will be the week after. You will hear from another one of the mentees within this program, just giving her insight on her story and also what she has learned with you know, throughout her journey um, in the process of becoming a future wife. So until next time, bye-bye.